0: Pat Stew for Glenn. He'll be back on Monday. I uh, got a jam-packed show again uh, for you, as usual. Just, there's actually some things going on in the world, uh, frankly. Uh, it, in fact, a world leader's just been assassinated. People aren't paying a heck of a lot of attention to it, but very strange situation where they came into his house as DEA agents from the U.S. and assassinated the head of uh, Haiti, We'll tell you about that and lots more to get to, including the fact that Joe Biden loves spending money. Uh, We'll get to that and much
1: more in sixty seconds.
2: The Glenn Beck Program.
1: Buying and selling houses is hard. We've all had to do it from time to time. I'd be willing to guess that you're not, you know, on the edge of your seat saying, "I can't wait to do this again, all over again," because it's such a fun process. But it's got to be done. And that means you're, if you're looking to buy or sell or both, you need the best possible real estate agent that you can get. Someone who's going to step in uh, and make sure that they're taking charge of the situation immediately. Uh, you know, we're in a situation where people are moving all across the country because uh, they've decided they want to abandon their place in California or New York or Illinois. Uh, Some people have realized that maybe other states are better states to be in, in a, in a potentially uh, change uh, challenging situation. Your location does matter here in the United States, obviously, in a big way. And if you're moving somewhere or if you're selling uh, your house, you want to make sure in a market like this, you're getting the best price for that home. And you want to make sure uh, that you don't overspend in, in the wrong area, in the wrong market, if you're trying to buy. com is the place to go to find the person that can help you uh, make sense of all of the craziness that's going on right now. com is the place to go. com.
0: Patton for Glenn triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Have you ever heard of a world leader being assassinated in his home before? I don't think I've ever heard of that. Maybe it's happened, and I just don't know about it. But I can't think of a similar didn't instance. They,
1: the guy in Romania didn't mm. they go into in his into his palace and and execute him? That was more of a, a uh, full out coup. Yeah, um, but maybe there's been a couple, but it's it's not it's everyday news, Matt.
0: And I keep looking for the part where the assassins were themselves killed. And I haven't seen a single story on that. I haven't seen a single word about that. I don't think they caught him. No, it doesn't. I think seem they like walked the... into his house mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. claiming to be uh, DEA agents, drug enforcement agents, and then uh, shot the guy and his wife. And walked out. And that was it. And they don't have them in custody. That's
1: no. Amazing they, I don't mean. think they have them in custody. There have been multiple people killed across the country um, in, I guess, people that were quote unquote suspects or loosely tied to someone who could be a suspect. And there's been some people turning up dead over the past 24 hours. This oh, okay. tends to happen after you uh, yeah, the does. president of a country. Yeah, it does. But it is amazing that this is just, you know, people just aren't really even all that interested in it it seems you know there was a it's a weird situation there in that they yeah. had like a very strange election they had a provisional president for a while mm-hmm. they had there was a disagreement on when this guy was going to leave office It was like i don't know maybe it's this year maybe it's next year shockingly <laughs> he took the next year option uh-huh. uh so he's been in power there's a def- there's a contingent in the country that's saying that actually he's supposed to be out of power but usually you don't wind up seeing a situation like this. It's, and it's an incredible story. I mean, it's it, incredible. It, we still don't have tons of detail on how it happened. But they said they, you know, in the morning, you know, we wake up and there's just, you know, bolt, you know, casings all over the front lawn. Yeah. And the driveway. Yeah. It really was like they just, they said it was so many, uh, so many bullets. The neighbors said that it felt like it was like an earthquake going on. Like there was just so much gunfire going into wow. this house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, incredible so yeah i mean a world leader right you know yeah. haiti uh, there's a Has lot going had on had its problems it's had, yes yeah it's, it's a got lot. a few problems one way to put it one yeah. way to put it mm-hmm. but you don't see this every day no
0: I, you, you really don't and uh i i'm a little baffled by the fact that there was nobody who who put a stop to it before it could get to that point where they could kill him it does not seem possible uh, security forces maybe um police officers uh secret service or their version of secret service do they have none of that in haiti (laughs) it's kind of weird yeah i mean they did have security but uh, has anybody uh, looked to the second guy in control
1: who now takes over the country (laughs) to say
0: um (laughs) <laughs> the Excuse prime minister. Me.
1: I know they they yeah. had a quote from him that I heard. He's like, "Hey, I'm in control now. I'm you in know, control. It's, it's it's me now." So that uh,
0: immediately led me to believe,
2: mm, could he have been behind this?
1: <laughs> Man, maybe that's a little hasty on my part, but uh, I'd let, look into it. I, I let me run this theory by you, and this is not fully formed, but I want to. I'd like to get your take on it. Uh huh. I felt like reading about this story because it's an interesting story, even if you don't necessarily care about the politics of Haiti you know, a world leader gets killed and it's uh, something that's interesting and I've been trying to find out details on it and trying to read about it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And what I felt like is that the coverage has been really bad. Yes! uh, Like very, like no one's been able to paint a picture of what happened on this day particularly well. No one's been able to really give you much detail. Now it's it's soon after and I know there's a lot of question marks. It's not an easy story to cover. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I feel like I, I, it crossed my mind that the media has just given up on actually doing journalism. (laughs) Like, there's a part of it, it's like where, like, they just did five years of just covering Donald Trump's tweets, and now a story like this happens, and there doesn't seem to be anybody around to cover it, No, or anybody who's capable of telling this story in any rational way.
0: I'm looking uh, right now at a story I just found, actually, Jeffy just sent it to me. Authorities killed four suspects Mm -hmm. and arrested two others. So now they have, okay, they have a couple six, of suspects, yeah, at least uh, they're believed to be well-trained killers who allegedly impersonated DEA agents to enter the home. Huh. So yeah, uh, Prime Minister uh, Claude Joseph has now taken over the government. I'm, I'm sure it's nothing suspicious there. You wouldn't uh, you wouldn't think, hmm, maybe he had that done, but I guess they're mercenaries uh, and uh, highly trained, and at least one of them sounded like an American. He had an american accent which means he had no
1: accent at all <laughs> that's white privilege right there folks you heard it in action there it is that's what it is right there if you believe that you have no accent because you're white that's white privilege no, it's not because i'm white it's because i'm
0: american 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 so uh it'll be interesting to see what what comes of this as we do get more details on what exactly happened Uh, But for now, just a really strange development. And, you know, it's a country that's really close to our borders and does matter. And a lot of people go to the Dominican Republic for um, vacations. They've got some really nice beaches in the Dominican and a lot of good baseball players from the come from the Dominican Republic, which is right next door to Haiti. So it's kind of important to to the U.S. I mean,
1: because <laughs> baseball players and beaches, Be-
2: baseball and beaches.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's it, it is obviously very close. Uh, so anytime you have unrest that is re- relatively close to our shores, we, you know, it's something to monitor. I don't think of it as an inter- a story that necessarily affects us all that much. But it is interesting uh, to
0: the Monroe to, Doctrine where mm-hmm. we can't allow any sort of uh, communist leadership on this side of the planet. That's all I have to say there. Yeah. Well,
1: look, anytime (laughs) something like this Mm -hmm. happens, you know, if God forbid an assassination happens in a well-developed, you know, democracy or parliamentary democracy or republic like we have, usually what you have is a situation where people mourn and Mm -hmm. we go on through the to the next guy, you know, and we move on and we do our best. Right. That doesn't a lot of these countries. This stuff happens and the whole thing just melts down. Now, I don't know how you melt Haiti down. It's already kind of it's kinda melted. Yeah, it's Yeah. You know, sadly, it's they've had a lot of issues
0: and, It's like you put butter in a microwave, what happens then? Mm-hmm. You know, and turn it up on high for a minute or so. You're
1: not going to have not a, a solid product there. Yeah. No. So. And that's kind of what the situation in Haiti has been and it's been yeah. in a rough rough patch for a very long time. With the prospects, I mean, they and of course, there's been people. We go back to the Clinton Foundation stories, where all sorts of corruption has been mm-hmm. uh, has been involved down there. Lots of money flowing there after their tragedies. And lots of it not getting to the people in any way that was helpful.
2: Clinton Foundation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm wow. Sorry, I had a little tickle. You okay? You're uh, sick? Yeah, you getting uh, sick? I uh, just a little frog in my throat. I think. Mm.
0: Clinton's <laughs> foundation <laughs> yeah.
1: wow wow that's wow weird yeah you don't sound so great yeah.
2: 10 billion dollars <laughs> yeah. mm. It
1: was a long cough <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole new stri- that could be a new mm. variant uh, what uh, you're doing it might right be right the there. lambda yeah, thing yeah. going on <laughs> oh no yeah no please <laughs> you read about the lambda I guess we weren't right. scared enough
0: by the delta variant mm. but they got to bring on the lambda variant now we'll talk about that later but and the other reason it matters to us, I think, is because I've already seen of a little speculation about whether or not U.S. troops are going to be sent to help keep order during the transition. Please, can we, is this, can we stay out of anybody's situation? At least with, with troops. At least sending the military in. I, I mean, just haven't we learned anything yet? That doesn't usually go well. Let's just stay out of it. Let, them, let Haiti deal with, with Haiti. And uh, let we'll see
1: how that goes. Well, we've seen how that goes—not uh, well. <laughs> but again, <laughs> know, is it our responsibility to uh, patch each one of these no, things back up? It's and not. I think the answer to that is no. It, no. I yeah. mean, there's you know there's a lot of great charities that, that work in Haiti, and people go and spend their lives trying to rehabilitate rehabilitate that place. Mm-hmm. What, 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 I know there's one charity that goes there and tries to instead of donating money and throwing money at all the citizens. They open up actual like uh, vacation situations like resorts for other co- people, other visitors from other countries to go there and they hire. Oh, locals. So they can
0: bring in foreign money and tourism
1: and yeah, all that. And they hire locals mm-hmm. and try to come up with a business that hmm. is actually workable for people over the long term rather than just, hey, you get one donation every time there's a tragedy and probably your government steals it and then it's over. They have people who are able to actually do work and help mm. people and, and give, you know, nice. give value to people from a lot of times out of the country because, you know, of course, the country is beautiful. Uh, you know, it's, it's an incredible place to, to go, but they don't mm-hmm. have any infrastructure that anyone would want to visit, uh, at least not until recently. And they, these things have been popping up all over the country. You just, uh, with a situation like this, who knows how it turns out. You don't want, you don't want another Cuba, right? right. I mean, you don't, want, you don't want that to happen again. We went there um was it f-
0: two thousand fifteen maybe two thousand fourteen or fifteen? It was years after the the earthquake, but everywhere we went in Haiti, there was still uh the lingering effects of the earthquake in some cases, rubble still there that hadn't been dealt with there's you know, uh, partially collapsed buildings that should pro- probably be completely torn down because uh, they're unsafe. I mean, all over the country. This was years later and they were still. And so the kind of the question was, didn't the Clinton Foundation uh, send them $10 billion? Mm. To, I mean, and that wasn't the only, of course, aid that was given to Haiti, but still much had not been done. And Why? Well, it's the corruption in the country. So they, they do have a difficult time. It's, uh, it's been tough for them. And then after that, after the 2010 earthquake, I think there was a serious hurricane that went through as well. And they're right in the path of hurricanes all the time, too. So things, things are tough there. Uh, 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Let's see. Uh, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888 727 B-E-C-K, uh, the agenda of Joe Biden. Or how excited are you for it? Mm. Spending quite a bit of money. You know, I mean, if you consider, what is it so far, $5 trillion? $6 trillion? If you consider that a lot of money. There was a time when $5 trillion would have been considered a, a fairly large amount of money. That time is passed, of course, because they're not done spending yet. Uh, and they're also talking about uh, tax increases, but of course, only on the rich who, who deserve it. They won't even care. Uh, they make
1: so much money. Yeah, they don't need any more money. No. No. I, I've determined, Pat, through a process of me thinking about it, how much money everyone else needs. And oh, have you? Yeah, the, a lot of people have oh, more than that amount. So what I want to do just take it? is take the amount that they don't need, which I would say anything is over like anything over four digits. <laughs> you know if you <laughs> have over, over nine no one needs more than nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars per year okay okay yeah what i'm going to do is take all of the rest of the money and do with it whatever what you want. i want to do with it okay
0: because i can you spend it better than i can yeah well, exactly like you mm-hmm. don't know
1: what the heck you're doing
0: what do you doing? i don't know what you, 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 <clears throat> uh, i mean uh, you so are, who am i what do
1: I know? Nothing. nothing. You know nothing. I'm nothing. Nobody. Well, uh, we, what do you do? You, you know, you're... Look at what you've done so far. Exactly. You bought things for yourself, for your family. Yeah. You I started have a, house. a business. All right. Like, this is all wasteful nonsense. <laughs> okay? What I right. will do with your money are, is incredible things. Will you build uh, turtle tunnels, for instance? Yeah, like these yeah. turtles try to cross the road and they get run over they by get cars squished, which so, is not right it's so, not right so the money that you'll pay in taxes this year pat mm-hmm. i will take and what i'll do with it is i'll i'll apply all of it to about one one hundredth of one turtle tunnel and if we take a hundred people like you and all of your money yeah we'll we'll kind of pot put that in a giant bowl and we'll take that bowl and we'll just dump it all over the highway I'm not going to actually build the turtle tunnel. It seems like too much work. But like that much money would be a turtle tunnel. We'll hope the turtles will take that and maybe learn how to cross the road in a more efficient fashion. <laughs> or they'll take it and build the tunnel themselves. Yeah, I would. Look, you, know? you know, I'm not, yeah. not going to do the work for them.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're turtles. Right. Let them do whatever they need in their turtle world. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't care I don't about the turtles. Yeah. To be
1: clear, I do not care about the turtles. <laughs> but the turtles are being murdered. Yeah, they are. By people like you. Right. You know, with Who your just cars. drive over the top of Because you them. bought a car with some of this money. Yeah. For yourself. Right. Yeah, I did. Did you ever hear about carpooling? Did you ever hear about Uber? Uh, I've heard about Uber? it. I've heard about it. Taxi cabs?
0: Yes. I don't use them, but I've heard uh, about uh, them. Horse-drawn wagons? <laughs> yes, Have you ever I've, heard of those? I've
1: seen those in movies. But you, unfortunately, work very far away from here. Mm-hmm. I, I live away And I've, I've chosen me, to from drive a car. From... Yeah, drive a car instead of just moving into a commune nearby. Yeah, yeah. All of these things are your choices, uh-huh. your fault. That's why I'm going to take every dollar above $9,999. <laughs> okay.
0: And that's exactly the attitude of the government. Basically. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of demonstrated by Joe Biden here when he's talking about this uh, tax credit situation.
3: Starting next week, families have begun to receive one of the largest ever single-year tax cuts aimed at families and children. Oh. And every child under the age of six is $3,600. Every child between six and 17 is 3000 It's not as a credit against your taxes, wow. but as a direct payment. Hmm. You'll get cash. Uh-huh. Oh. Cash. That's what we get. For example, a middle-class family with two children can expect to receive $7,200. You get the first half, the $3,600 paid out, $600 a month between July and December, and you get the rest between January and tax day. Nice. With this one tax cut, (laughs) every study shows that child care, child care is cutting poverty Hmm. in half and by 40 percent. What families with children who qualify for this is cut. Poverty by forty percent. This one payment. So let's cut extend the tax cut by at pay. least through twenty twenty five. And let's expand. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, give me free money. Yeah, yeah, free money for
3: millions more children.
0: <laughs> uh, that's unbelievable to me. They're just that's unbelievable. Uh,
3: w- this is just what's universal
0: basic cost?
1: income for parents.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's the cutoff? Income wise, for that, he didn't he didn't mention it. It just sounded like everybody gets a check. If you have a kid, I, uh, if you have kids under six, you get thirty six hundred dollars. If they're up to seventeen, you get thirty two hundred. I believe he
1: said. I just it's th- no, it's three thousand for three, six to seventeen year olds. Okay,
0: three thousand yeah, dollars
1: and thirty six hundred. I
0: have forty four children
1: between <laughs> six and
2: seventeen.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, Um, uh, I just—I mean, I just adopted another uh, 38 kids uh, over the weekend, and so I'm looking forward
1: to that payment. I think you may want to. I'm just—I don't want to criticize your financial, uh, your financial uh, acuity here, right? Um, The issue here is you may want to have wanted to look. Uh, at the income limits and uh, oh, dang it. What, what are the income <laughs> limits? Okay, so uh your adjusted gross income seventy five thousand dollars or less mm. for uh, single taxpayers. I guess taxpayers. I'm unadopting some kids uh, this week. <laughs> oh, there's a giant pile of babies out front of Pat's car. Why are they above seventy five thousand? The amount oh, begins phasing geez. out. Okay, so it goes all the way up to two hundred forty thousand uh, dollars. Mm. Single file. Let me see, uh, I mean, at $240,000, at $440,000, couples get phased out of the tax credit entirely. I mean, can you imagine say so you're making $439,000 a year, you're still getting some partial tax credit for your kids?
0: <laughs> this is insanity. In a direct cash payment, yeah. it's not that's not deducted from your, your taxes during the year.
1: And a check they're fits. sending you a check. And one of the big parts of this wow. is to prime you for universal basic income is the check it's comes coming. to you. It's not like no longer in a ta- and your taxes at the end of the year. You're just getting a tax a check delivered to you every month. And they're going to do this in 2025. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They're doing it forever. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray. Stupid gear for
0: Glenn. On the Glenn Beck Program. You have Google devices at your hou- house? You know, like the Google Home or Google Nest?
1: You have the Nest, right? <laughs> I have all this crap. Yeah, I am not. I do, too. I do not hold the line in this way. The, and you the, saw the, the, conveniences. R- the most recent thing about these
0: devices. They're recording everything you
1: do. You know, that is... <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm probably but, definitely true but i also yeah, yeah. i also want to be able to walk too. into a room and say play yeah.
1: song please yes please play what weather is we, we are as so much effort as i want to put lazy. Into it lazy it's so bad it happened so fast we, too. Uh, it did it did it really did. We have but it no, is
0: awesome when you can say and i won't say the name of the product because i'll just amazon thing uh mm-hmm. play my playlist playing playlist and there it is. Comes on. I love that. It's you don't nuts. have to walk over to it. You just tell it what to do, and it does it. <laughs> it's remarkable. Turn up volume, and it turns up the volume. I love that. I,
1: look, I, you could get into this, this, you know, reminiscing into old timey things mm-hmm. on, in, in a lot of ways, and it's easy to do these <laughs> days. But like, I remember, like, d- driving around the state to you know, quote unquote, record stores. Where they had, you know, really more CDs at that time. Mm -hmm. And just looking for like a rare thing that I wanted, some weird remix or B-side or whatever it was. Driving hours Mm -hmm. to go to these stores that were like specialty stores to find things that I wanted to listen to songs. And now everything you could possibly want is available basically for free whatever you want with no effort oh, and this i little can't... round thing right in front of you yeah. in your kitchen or living room or and, wherever it is and to me right now the same person who drove around the state mm-hmm. it, uh, now like me unlocking my phone and typing it in is way too much effort. it's too much <laughs> it's too much it's way too much it's i
0: too gotta it. be able to just shout it across <laughs> the room and it happens right like i, I know
1: uh, <laughs> at one point i have um i got one of these uh, amazon devices that is the tap you know they have all these different versions they have the echo and they have uh, you know uh, there's there's all there's the, the little tiny one i don't know what that one's called but they have all different mm-hmm. versions of it and there's one called the tap that they released i don't know if they still sell it or not but this is the one that you don't yell to basically i think you can set it up to say hey amazon device play the song but mm-hmm. basically what, what it's designed to do is there's a button on it and you press the button and you say hey amazon device you know, do the thing, right? So, mm-hmm. Like play the song, just tell me the weather or whatever. And did, I think a couple things it was designed for it was, you know, but the main thing that you think of from, from a perspective of like privacy was it's not on until you press the button. Like the theory was, now, of course, you know, of course it's probably recording me the whole time anyway, but the theory was it was an appeal to people who didn't uh-huh. want this thing on all the time available. You could right. say that to command 100,000 times in a row wouldn't do anything unless you press this button. But of course, it's too hard to go over and press it's- the button. It's you don't want to do that every time. It's I'm like
0: way oh, inconvenient. It's
1: three steps. I gotta get up out of a chair and do it. No, and then I gotta doing. hit the the thing. Mm-hmm. And like you know, when you're listening, <laughs> you're in the middle. You have the thing playing a playlist. You're in the middle of doing something else and you want to skip some crappy song that has come on you mm-hmm. got to walk over to it that's ridiculous that's infuriating it it's one of the worst things that's it's ever outrageous. happened to me
0: <laughs> it's outrageous that you'd have to it's do that so bad and so, of course it is and these are devices we didn't have access to f- until
1: just recently yeah. these are pretty recent innovations and each one of them i make fun of as if they're the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened like when yep. i have when, when when i got the fingerprint thing on my phone i remember thinking what what person can't spend the time to type the four digits into their phone and unlock it Mm -hmm. what weird what you know person from you know what from wally it was this yeah and then it was me in about five minutes and then Mm -hmm. now i can't imagine using my fingerprint (laughs) i'll Now it's just facial recognition, and it would be completely ridiculous for me to ever have to use my fingerprint again. It's like 1800s technology to me. (laughs) (laughs) And what does it save me, 180th of a second? Probably. But that's, I can't, I can't even comprehend it. Yeah. How dare they ask me to put my finger on the phone? And as far as
0: listening to a playlist, instead of, I don't know, putting in a CD, when was the last time you put a CD into anything? I mean, CDs were just fairly recently state-of-the-art yeah. innovation. And now it's like, a CD, what's that for? What's I don't even, I don't remember. I vaguely remember these round things that you put into a slot. But I can't imagine
1: having to go through
0: that painstaking
1: yeah. process. I will say, <laughs> my uh, I have an older car. Mm-hmm. And it's almost 10 years old now. And oh my And so it is, uh, I mean, you know, it's I, uh, the technology in 10 years changes a freaking lot, Pat. I mean, like it has. Yeah, it does. My car does not have the ability to turn on Bluetooth and connect to my phone so I can play songs. In my oh, car. it doesn't? No. It was in 2012, oh, wow. I think. So. I mean, the technology Mm. existed. It was in some cars, but it wasn't in Mm -hmm. all cars. And mine's one of them it wasn't in. So I have to, like, Mm. plug in a little wire every time I get into my car. Oh, no. I mean, and this is like... What are you, a a Luddite?
0: Pretty much. Are you anti-science and technology? Is that what you are?
1: I'm pretty much churning (laughs) butter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You
0: you should live in western (laughs) Pennsylvania. (laughs)
1: It's it's true. It's how I feel. And it's funny because, like, (laughs) that process is still... (laughs) <laughs> a little clunky right you got to connect to bluetooth or you got to plug your phone in and and mm-hmm. you're, you're on it but like now they have the apple CarPlay, which is on yeah on my wife has a car within the apple Apple CarPlay. Mine she does plugs too. the thing in and it looks so nice it's on the screen mm-hmm. it comes up perfectly all the apps looks from really the pretty. phone come up it looks all pretty it's all integrated mm-hmm. and you know but for a while that's the only time i would say that that the cds were used her one of her last cars didn't have all those fancy features and it had a cd player and she got so annoyed at trying to get her phone connected and it would lose the connection and all that stuff that mm-hmm. she just started buying the cds and it was but like i don't even i went to um it's funny because we have a uh we were talking we were going on a long drive and i was thinking to myself we need to get like a movie or something for these kids because they're just you know they're at that point i have two kids they're 18 months apart and typically they're really good together but at times they get on each other's nerves a tad and on a long drive that's when it's going to happen you know so i'm like we got to get these kids a movie or something i think we got a dvd player or whatever let's just like put this thing in there so so we went to walmart or target or something to try to find dvds the section for dvds now is like it's it's smaller than like your locker at high school (laughs) like it's like there's four dvds they have two copies each like that it's funny like Obviously, like, you, you know, uh, uh, what's the things that are outside of, like, Walgreens, the red? Um, oh, yeah. Redbox? Redbox, yeah. Yeah. Redbox, they're all over the country. There's still, people are still renting them. But the DVD market is, you know, now you're just downloading these movies. Mm-hmm. You, this is the whole GameStop controversy, right? Mm-hmm. When that was going through the roof, everyone's like, well, no one buys physical games anymore. How can this company possibly be going up to 100 hundred and two hundred and three hundred and $200 and $300 a share? Right it really all that stuff has just been replaced so fast too so quickly i don't think you know glenn has been on this kick for a long time that he always tries to resist this stuff for a while Mm -hmm. and like i want all how many times has he said this i want all this stuff out of my house (laughs) i don't even want to be on the internet i don't want the internet i want all the ipads out of the house hold on no satellite tv yeah well,
0: that my children know about, but I'm going to have access to it, of course. <laughs> and then they'll find out, and so will
2: they.
1: <laughs> and uh, he always yes. wants to get rid of all of his devices yeah. with, the, with the possible exception of the iPad that is continually attached to his hands at all times. Yeah. And so is mine. I carry that thing with me wherever I go. And I don't do the iPad thing, but I, I do have carry your phone. the phone. And mm-hmm. You try to resist this stuff from this idea that you're just going to get rid of it, and it's really just not possible. You just we do not have the capacity. It's, and it's weird because
0: yeah. we did have the capacity. Yes, we've lost it. Not to carry stuff around with us wherever we go, like a little blankie when we're you know two years old and we have a favorite blanket. That's that's what my iPad is to me. I can't go anywhere or do anything without it. If if I accidentally forget it for a second, I'm like, oh my god, what? Am I naked?
1: (laughs) No, where's my iPad? Has anybody seen my iPad? Where is it? It's just ridiculous. So now these...
0: But now, yeah, these devices are listening to everything we do. And apparently not when you just say, hey, Google thing or Amazon thing, turn on. Uh, They're apparently always recording. I, I mean, and we found that out a couple of years ago and they were like, Oh, yeah, but that's just, uh, we're learning. Uh, That's just uh, to listen to conversations so that we can teach language to these devices. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So they're apparently still doing it, and it just stores it and keeps it. And there's going to be a lot of people who say, well, I don't care. I ain't doing nothing wrong in my home. They're just going to be bored to death to hear what I have to say. Now you're not the one who decides if what you're doing is wrong or not. That's the thing.
1: Yeah it's interesting too if you have a, one of these amazon ones i know in particular you can go into the app and hear all the things it's recorded like you could go oh. in and like hear oh you can
0: yeah like you could have hear, you ever done
1: that yeah it's just you know it's kind of funny because i you know my kids <laughs> will say things to it <laughs> they're really funny because they just they just ask, they'll just ask like uh, you know you know how old is is bob <laughs> 'Cause they know someone named Bob and they just they just assume Alexa's going to answer all of their questions. Like legitimately, like they they have this idea that like if sometimes you'll we'll be in the conversation, they'll just be like, let me just ask Alexa And you're like, first of all, Alexa's not gonna answer that question. That's not how Alexa works. Secondly, mm-hmm. why do you think Alexa's smarter than I am? Why don't you I'm I'm your dad. You're supposed to at least until twelve think I'm smart. Mm-hmm think there's a rule. Yeah. And apparently... But they know better it, already. That, But it is, Good. you see it in them. Like they just like, that, well, there's a solution. It's right there. That little thing that lights up. <laughs> and, but occasionally they ask really funny and cute questions and that's what got me started on it. But you can go back... Great. Like some, and you, you do realize that a lot of times it is, they're not intentional. You'll just hear them just talking in the background. I don't know why it's turned on. You know maybe there was a word with an x in it mm-hmm. you know that they said or a ks and that sounds a little bit like the name of the uh amazon device that we are not saying mm-hmm. so that we don't alert everybody's um uh and turn it on and and we could order stuff on your prime account if we wanted to right now but we will not do that because we're nice uh, <laughs> um, but it is one of those things that it turns it changes so so fast and you don't even realize that you what has happened. I mean, there's just yeah. there's just recording devices all over my house.
0: Right. All over my house. And the things that you wouldn't expect, like the Amazon device and the Google device, you'd think, okay, yeah, well, I can see where that might do it. But the Google Nest, mm. that's recording us too? They've got microphones in the Google Nest. That's your thermostat control. Why? Why? Why is that listening to me? Why is that recording me? Why is that keeping... You don't. I don't talk to it, so why would you need... learn from my language on the Google Nest. It's bizarre.
1: It's bizarre. They also have... Nest has these these, uh, smoke detectors. And uh, they... I have, this has been one of the most annoying, the, the thing that has annoyed me more than anything about the United States of America is basically the fact that these stupid smoke detectors beep, and I can't tell which one it is, and yes. i to have to change the, the batteries. The same, it's the yeah. bane of my existence. It Sometimes drives me crazy. Beep. You'll take the battery out, it'll keep beeping. It keeps beeping. <clears throat> this is not physically what, what? possible. What do I have to take a shotgun to this thing? How do I stop it? It, They bend the laws of science. (laughs) They do. There there is no battery and it is not plugged in and it continues to run like a chicken with its head cut off. Bizarre. And so I hate these things so much. Me too. The Nest has them. And of course with the Nest, they'll tell you which one Mm. is low on batteries on the app. And I don't care if it just continually is taking pictures of me naked and posting them on the internet. If it will tell me what battery is low and where I go to change it, I will put them all in my house. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's continually making uh, videos of me on the toilet mm-hmm. and posting them to. I do. I to care to, I, to no, the New York Times website directly. Yeah, the rest
0: of us care. Still, we care for you. And so we're going to say no. Okay. Uh, Well, that particular
1: thing, maybe not, but pretty close. That's pretty much where I am. Triple
0: eight, seven, two, seven, back. The Glenn Beck program. That's Pat Gray and Stupid Gear. You can hear my show right before this one every every weekday uh, from seven to nine Eastern, six to eight Central, or anytime on podcasts. And you can get stews anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, Stu Does America, and uh, yeah, rate and review these, you know, five stars, and then other people will be able to find them. And I like what you say of, it doesn't just help us, it hurts others. Mm-hmm. Like that- AOC mm-hmm. is really pain when people <laughs> listen to this podcast. Right.
1: So you have that satisfaction. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of thinking about it. It mm-hmm. helps us, but more importantly, it hurts, hurts others. others.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, By the way, we were talking about the Google devices and and Amazon thing. You can turn this function off, apparently. Uh, And you have to go to, for Google Assistant voice recording on a. you go to your desktop or a laptop. It's myactivity.google.com. And make sure you're linked to your Google account which I don't I don't even know how I I don't remember ever linking to a Google account. <laughs> I got the dumb nest situation. But then from there you can click on web and app activity, manage activity, filter by date and product and and then voice and audio will come up. And I guess you can delete and turn it off. If it if you turn it off though, I think your your Google Assistant won't work properly. So there's that. That's always really convenient. Because if it If the voice part is turned off It's not listening to you anymore And I I think you have to turn it back on To get it to listen to you, right?
1: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like lots of
0: fun It does It does But there are ways you can you can deal with it If you have it Or, you know what? Just throw it away Whatever Uh 727 beck This is the Glenn Back Program With Pat and Stu uh, Glenn returns on Monday on CNN, Brian Stelter had a guest who made some outrageous climate change claims uh, comparing it to the Holocaust. Uh, we'll tell you about that and a lot more coming up in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Patton and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. Wow. Uh, this is serious. I mean, if, you're not take, if you haven't been <laughs> taking uh, climate change seriously until now, I certainly hope this will, will change your attitude on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, this is chilling. Mm-hmm. Brian Stelter had Davis, David Wallace Wells on. And when you have a hyphenated last name like that, you know they're a serious person. They're a real expert.
1: Or you're an assassin. Or that. Yeah, there's two things with the three names. You can either be a very serious person or an uh, assassin. Or lately, you're in the National Football League. There's a lot of hyphenated really. names. Now. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so David Wallace-Wells is quoting estimates that suggest burning of fossil fuels kills 10 million people every year. <laughs> 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 which, Which, of course, as he mentioned, is Dying on the scale of the Holocaust. How do these people get away with this stuff? I don't know. Where's the uh, ADL on this? Where? Where? Mm -hmm. Where? Because we, I mean, when Glenn was defending people in Israel uh, and would mention something about Nazis or what, compare what's going on now to what, you know, that we're on the same road, or you got to be careful. They would call him out every single time.
1: Yeah. Now, if it's climate, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's fine.
0: Uh, And he says, and yet we don't see many public health stories. We don't see many moral crisis (laughs) stories addressed to that issue. We
1: don't? (laughs) Are you blind? That's all we see. And by the way, is there any thought? And this is a, I don't know. I don't have an answer to this, Pat. I'm not a scientist. But do we think that, fossil fuels have done anything to help people stay alive <laughs> is there another side to this equation let's not even no. bother uh, uh attacking the ridiculous claim that fossil fuels kill 10 million people a year i'm quite certain that fossil fuels help maintain the lives of way more than 1 million people a year what would happen Go back in time to the Mm. pre-fossil fuel era and tell me, Mm -hmm. in fact, we don't have to go back in time. You can find it in billions of people's lives all across the globe right now who are burning things like dried dung inside their home to cook their food. And that's not good? No. Many of them are dying. It's one of the largest... dried dung deaths? And wood and biomass inside (laughs) their homes. (laughs) It's killing more people than almost anything Mm -hmm. in the world. So but let's let's criticize fossil fuels ridiculous who have eliminated that problem for multiple billions of people.
0: Stelter began this by saying that meteorologists and journalists are running out of words and ways to describe the impact of climate change. Yeah, they are unprecedented just doesn't cut it anymore.
1: Nor, nor does invisible <laughs> it's true because this is the the problem oh, with it with an issue like global warming if you're an alarmist you make alarmist claims mm-hmm. and you have to say they're coming soon or no one cares right because people mm-hmm. are you know it's just the human instinct right if you say 500 well, just... years from now this could happen yeah right so you can't say it like that you have to say it's within some sort of time frame, and you can't say it's tomorrow because everyone will know it didn't happen. Right. So you say it's out in the future and feel like you won't have to pay the price when you're wrong in the future. Although, this is in the present. He is claiming, and it's hard yeah. to track this down, right. because
0: how do you track down the 10 million people die every year from climate change? Uh, where are you getting that stat? Where is that coming from? Yeah. Well, it's Who like, made well, that
1: estimate? And based on what? This is another example of how they do it in, in the climate, but- Often, you'll hear estimates of how many people will die in heat waves because of the climate. Climate change is coming, going to kill people in heat waves. What, of course, is always left out of this equation is the fact that far more people die from cold than they do from heat. Oh, so by every, far. If, let's If you're just talking about heat deaths, those are way outweighed by people who are not dying from cold yeah right so and this has been this is in all the the un ipcc documentation this is not something i'm making up this is something that scientists say all the time that for certainly a long period of time the cold deaths avoided will far outweigh the new deaths caused by heat but if you go on brian stelter's show or any cnn show and say just say the heat number no one's going to question it no one's going to mention the other side of the equation. I mean, how can how can any coherent person not see that fossil fuels are one of the things that have brought us modern civilization? Mm-hmm. The fact that we've gone from uh, it, it, we've doubled our life expectancy over the past you know hundred to a couple hundred years. If there's one thing you'd point to, you might point to fossil fuels as the difference in between uh, Mm -hmm. us doubling our life expectancy. There's been other things, uh, and those things are are important as well. Uh, But fossil fuels are a huge piece of this. Even if you accept the ridiculous claim that fossil fuels are killing 10 million people a a, a year, it would still be worth it. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, yeah. Because we've gone, I mean, we've added billions of people. And by the way, look at the people who are arguing against that. The people who didn't want it to happen are the same people who are now telling you that fossil fuels are killing 10 million people a year. The people who didn't want the extra billions of people on the planet. They kept telling you we'd all die if they came. Mm-hmm. And here we are. <laughs> you know, this has been, we've been able to feed all of them against all of their advice. We've been able to keep, extend life against all of their uh, advice and warning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when these claims come up later on, no one holds them accountable. When they are wrong, it's, it's left to us, talk radio on Earth Day, to bring out all the wrong, wrong quotes from 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, or 10 years ago. And that is a, it's an unbelievable situation. It's great work if you can find it. Because you can make all these spectacular claims raise all your money and never never have be held to accountable answer for when you're wrong ever right.
0: right and if i may uh just add one little addendum to the fossil fuel thing i don't believe they are fossil fuels oh yeah, yeah this is a big pat De- pat gray <laughs> yes. uh position. my theory uh that and, that oil uh
1: is a recurring natural goo in the earth <laughs> <laughs> the scientific term is yes, recurring, natural, recurring goo. natural goo. There are some scientists who believe this. They call they're yeah. always call, obviously referred to as fossil fuels. Um, uh, the idea that they come from fossils from long ago. Uh, but you've you've made you've stood on this for a while, yeah. and there are scientists I mean, who believe it.
0: I, it, it. The first time they started talking about peak oil was in 1920. <laughs> yeah, we're we're <laughs> right up on uh, peak oil peak here. Oil. It's about to run out. Okay, well that didn't happen because mm-hmm. we found way more reserves. Then it was. The 40s. Oh, we're coming right up on peak oil again. There's not going to be any. We better find something else. And then they found more. And then in the 60s, it's coming right up on peak oil. And peak oil, look it up. It's been over and over and over and over. And now it's just the point where we found so much that we are now. uh, We now have more oil and gas reserves than than any country on Earth.
1: And the people thing is very similar to the environmental thing. It's they continually warn about all these terrible things that are going to happen. They don't happen. And -hmm. then they just say, well, now we know better. Those those if you call if you actually get in a conversation with an environmentalist and you bring up the quotes from the 70s, 80s, the 90s, when they're totally wrong. Mm -hmm. They will just say, well, yeah, but I mean, it's been 20 years. We've learned a lot since then. It's like, but yeah, but then you never have to pay a price for your wrong statements. Do you understand that you set up a system in which only you can tell us that you're wrong?
0: Remember when you said Britain was going to be gone, like, underwater Mm -hmm. by 2000? Yeah, that didn't happen, if I'm not mistaken. Britain is still there. Remember when you said the West Side Highway in New York City is going to be gone completely underwater? Uh, The
1: people are driving on it today, right now. Exactly. Let me give you this one. Um, This is from the New York Times... In 1995, they say, quote, at the most likely rate of, uh, rate of rise, some experts say most of the beaches on the East Coast of the United States would be gone in 25 years. That would be 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, I, if you're on the East Coast, perhaps you could do some reporting for us today. Are there <laughs> beaches there? <laughs> do beaches exist on the East Coast of America? My understanding is that they do. E- I was yeah. in on the East Coast. At a beach in twenty twenty. Oh. Okay. And it was still there. Now I don't know. Maybe they just got it off by a year and they've disappeared in the last couple of months since I've been there. <laughs> but my understanding is that beaches still exist on the east coast of the united states Hmm. no one the new york times doesn't write a follow-up about this story they don't come back later on and say by the way do you believe we wrote this thing 25 years ago isn't this funny like they do with the internet occasionally you'll see this like they'll be like look at our stupid article from 1991 about the internet and how it won't be it won't make any difference right like Mm -hmm. they'll come back and revisit they don't do that with climate they only do it to excuse the reasons why they were actually right all of this time. And actually, it's worse than they even said back then. <laughs> Let me give you another one of more recent. All right. Uh, do we have time for this yet? Yeah. Okay, so what was the panic before COVID? Can you remember the panic that occurred before COVID? It's hard to remember this panic because there's been a lot of mm-hmm. panicking during COVID. But before COVID, what are the more recent panics was in the summer of two thousand between 2019 and 2020, where Australia was on oh, fire. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. This was the big thing. Australia's on fire. The whole country is mm-hmm. burning down. It's because of global warming. No one's ever seen anything like this. There were fundraisers on television like crazy. No one had ever seen uh, such a terrible thing happen to Australia, and it's all because you're driving an SUV. So now, months and months later... We have the actual data from the Australian fires. Now, you can understand why maybe people aren't focusing on that with all this COVID going around. But it's important to revisit these things when we get the data. So, during the 20th century, about every year in Australia, about 10% of the surface area catches on fire. Every year? Yes. Throughout the 20th century, that's average, about 10%. Huh. Okay. Now, we are told, of course, that global warming is going to make this much, much worse Mm-hmm. Obviously. Well, in the 21st century so far, the number has been instead of 10, 6. So it's gone from 10% to 6%. It's fallen by 40% in the 21st century. Now, mm-hmm. we are told that global warming is going to make these things much, much worse. Now, obviously, 2019 and 2020 was a terrible year, as we know. This is the year that it was really, really bad and it's worse like than ever before. 98%. Yeah. And it wasn't 10%, wasn't 6%. In two thousand ninety nine, somewhere in there. No, no, no? 3.95% <laughs> of the country burned. Jeez. It was one of the lowest percentages on record in history. We have a, the chart wow. up here if you happen to be watching blazedv.com/slash Glenn. Uh, oh. Promo code is Glenn, by the way, if you want to save some cash. But basically, we're showing the actual amount of it falling. From about 10, 11, 12% in the early part of the 20th century down to... That's incredible. ...3.95%. Incredible. Uh, now, Now, climatologists do say that there will be an increase in these fires, whether they're right or not, who knows. But if you see, Pat, if you can uh, see, they had the, uh, the line here a second ago with the yellow uh, line on the chart. You see, the yellow line is the predictions of what's coming in the future. Now, the past is a giant decrease from these really high levels down to 3.95%. And basically what the climate, all the climate models are predicting are for it to rise slightly from this really low period in history. So basically what they're saying is instead of it being 4% or 5% like it is now, it may go up to 6%. But 6% is still half of what it used to be. And then, of course, doesn't include all of the innovations and things we will learn to fight the fires and lower the overall burn. Right. Long story short is that these things are presented as catastrophes, and they're not even back to half as bad as it used to be. <laughs> the only difference between the fires in Australia uh, in 2019 and 2020 is they occurred closer to where people lived. They're started by lightning. Mm. And, and that lightning hit areas that were closer to where people live, so they noticed them more. And lightning only happens because of climate change. No.
0: Lightning no. didn't happen
1: in the past, no. right? No. No? Uh, not true. Uh. By the way, the global, do we have the, yeah, this is a global area burn from 1901 to 1920. Okay. Same story, right, Pat? I mean, you see the drop is dramatic. Huge. It's been dropping much faster since 2000. And this is all <laughs> opposite, the opposite of what they told us would happen with climate change. That's unbelievable. 888-727-BECK. After a year, unlike any other we've experienced, we all deserve some summer fun. Watch out for the fires, though. Be on the lookout for new travel scams as well, designed by cybercriminals to steal your identity. You can protect yourself online by being mindful of online ads, of course. Independently verify deals with the company. And don't rush into giving away information on suspicious sites. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our information at risk on the internet, and in an instant, a cybercriminal can steal what's yours: your your identity, your credit, your finances. That's why you gotta have LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity thefts, and they'll send you an alert. Plus, you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if the worst things uh, that can the worst case scenario happens. You don't have to be a victim. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with Lifelock by Norton. Join now. You can save up to 25% on your first year with promo code BECK. 1 800 Lifelock or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. It's lifelock.com. 10 second station ID. <laughs>
0: Stu for Glenn today uh you know it, it, the global warming situation the climate change situation is incredible because they tell us these a lot of these experts just tell us from time to time what they're doing and they they admit that yeah we got to you know we got to be alarmist to get people act activated here and to help them understand how dire this situation is so we don't mind telling them it's 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 worse than it really is i mean that they they admit to that from time to time mm-hmm. well on the on cnn with uh, brian stelter this david wallace wells said the media must remain in an alarmist state while reporting on climate change We can't shy away from scary projections about the future or the scary facts as we're living them today. Start thinking a little harder. Be a little clearer in our storytelling. Um, Learning to live in this new future, which will continue to get worse, probably considerably worse from here, is not just going to require decarbonizing, although that's very hard. So what they're trying to do is really shut down economies uh, across the planet. And it's it's despicable what is happening. Uh, and they they are just ramping up the rhetoric here to try to scare people. And the people they're scaring are our kids. They're just scared out of their minds because they're getting this indoctrination in the school system. And then they turn on media and see it there. And they wholeheartedly believe... That the world is going to end in 10 years and nobody, no legitimate person is actually saying that as you know, Michael Schellenberger mentioned in his book, Apocalypse Never, as he's trying to calm down these uh, alarmist people and say that there's, there's nobody who's really, there's no reasonable person who is making the statement that the world is on the edge of extinction. That's just not, that's not true. Nobody is saying
1: that. Yeah, I think it was Michael Schellenberger's book where they go over um, some of these extreme uh, environmentalist groups and talk about why, how they're saying, he actually just interviews them. He actually interviews the people from these organizations.
0: What I loved about him is that he went to the people that everybody was citing. Yeah. Well, the IPCC says that, and so we went to the IPC. Yeah, he went to
1: find the actual scientists who they say said it, and, and he, he found talked to them. The actual scientists, and he asked them, and they said, "Thank you so much for coming to ask me." No, that's not true at all. <laughs>
0: that's not what he said. They <laughs> really legitimately I've never said that.
1: Yeah. yeah, legitimately multiple times in this multiple book, times. Uh, he actually goes to the scientists, and you know, Michael Schellenberger mm-hmm. is not us he's not patent stew he's not glenn beck he's not from the place he's
0: been doing it for 30 years he's
1: been an an activist for this for a very long time on the other side really yeah and so he has real credibility with many of these scientists who 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 are familiar with his work over the years and the book is fantastic but he goes and he talks to these people and he say like hey like everyone's saying that you said we're all going to die in 10 years did you say that and they're like, "Thank you for asking me. No, I didn't say that. Like, it's that. It's that clear. Yeah, it is. It's that clear. It's the actual people the media is citing about these claims who tell Michael Schellenberger routinely, over and over again that they he did not. They did not say that. They did not mean that. <laughs> they're taken out of context. That's not. This is being misused by everybody. It really is an incredible thing. Of course, does that get any media coverage? No. How? How is my question? It's a good question.
0: And it uh, doesn't fit their agenda. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. uh Gear may have convinced me to go ahead and oh. break down. I oh, don't know. Perhaps get the vaccine. Oh,
1: no. I would never. I don't.
0: Now, if if I grow a tail or a third eye from this thing, you know, uh, or drop dead 15 minutes after. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I was just going to drop dead. I'm pretty sure it will be the vaccine. Now, I. So, you'll be to blame. uh, And you'll need to, uh, first of all, exploit my death. And then, (laughs) but also admit to the fact that you killed
1: me. Now, do you. Do you, <laughs> do you think it's, would you use the word blame or credit? What, what <laughs> word would you use? If, well,
0: I would use the word blame. Others may,
1: <laughs> may take credit. Because I mean, there, uh, look, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to take you out. And maybe yes. I'm working for one of them. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have a lot of enemies. That, that is possible. Yes, that, that's true. It's been a long, you've had a long career. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You've pissed off a lot of people. A lot of people. Really, mm-hmm. it only takes one of them to get to me to encourage you to do something that's going to make you explode. Yeah. And maybe I've done that.
0: <laughs> uh, you came up with a lot of statistics because I said during the course of the show yesterday that I am among the, the, those who could be convinced to to receive the vaccine. I'm I'm not anti-vax. No, no
1: you've never been. You've
0: never been. I'm, just, I'm hesitant about it because we get stories every day about people who've had some sort of side effect. And, it, you know, it causes you pause. Well, not you, because you already got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but since I said yesterday on the air that I'm persuadable, you came up with all these
2: <laughs> stats. You can't you, say you did that some to research me. Research on
0: this. <laughs> you did a little research, didn't you? Now, is this from a show you've done?
1: Cause you've no. Or, I mean, parts of it have been from shows that I've done. <laughs> uh, but I just laid out a case. Like I just feel like you know, look, there are two sides to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I know you get the side from uh, your wonderful producer who I love, Keith, uh, mm-hmm. who basically gives you a YouTube video every day uh, to convince <laughs> you one. that at least sometimes ta- that at some point you're going to have a tail yeah, or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably a metallic tail from uh-huh. what I understand. Yes. Uh, and I just think that, you know,
0: I will stick to the theory that or not the theory, but the evidence that v- that magnets will stick to people's vaccination oh. sites some people's okay because i've seen it
1: okay i've seen it. okay now i as we know of course uh president trump Mm -hmm. did led this effort uh it was a big part of his re-election campaign i just heard an interview with him the other day where he was still talking about how proud he was of developing the vaccines that are wiping the pandemic off the map and he was also vaccinated and he was that's a important how, it that was, is president trump does not have a tail from my understanding though someone did accuse him of wearing his pants backward maybe that is why <laughs> he was doing it now and now there's no it was evidence. A delayed reaction from the vaccine <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, and it was just be. a one-day thing it could yeah, be Maybe uh,
1: yes uh, so i well actually mm. uh, what i and what i said to you in the in the email was not uh, necessarily even a case for the average person to go get the vaccine just that no you, you were are, targeting me you are uniquely not a borderline case right because you are <laughs> first of all not a spring chicken anymore
0: yeah, he, number one his big his big and bold <laughs> number one point yeah you're not as young and supple as you used to be
1: right and i don't want to say that you're not <laughs> supple at all I mean, you're certainly supple at some just level. Just not as supple as I once not was. Not quite as supple as you used to be. All right. And that's just saying, like, you might still be above average in the amount of supple that you are, but you were maybe a little
0: higher. So I greater. love how you you note that I'm, you know, somebody in my age group, mm-hmm. 50 to 64, uh, is 440 <laughs> times as likely to die as a younger person.
1: That's Thank tr- you. That is true. Now, Thank as you have you noted correctly, by the way, and we've made this point mm-hmm. a million times, uh, y- your chances of dying if you're a young person are not high. Right? Right. But we just know that when you're an older person, they are high. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But still, if someone in your age group is about as likely to die, about one-third as likely to die. One-third as someone in, like, their 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you're not a spring chicken anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, people keep throwing I'm out this like... not in my 70s. You're not in your 70s, but you know how mm-hmm. dangerous it is for people in their 70s. And if it was just your age, maybe you could make an argument. Ah, but it's know.
0: not, and that then comes <laughs> point number two, <laughs> <laughs> which he, he actually alleges that I'm somewhat athletically overweight.
1: Uh, that's, uh, a tad. I'm just saying that, you know... Wow. Wow. Maybe, and I, and I put myself in the same category here, we're not exactly... <clears throat> not in peak physical condition perhaps right. perhaps perhaps i'm just throwing that out there but as everyone knows yeah. if you're a little uh, athletically overweight mm-hmm. you, you got a worse chance you have here. a worse chance uh, uh, with covid Now you in particular number three yes i think is an obvious point that many in the audience may not be and it is with. this <laughs> you've had you know cancer <laughs>
0: Thank you.
2: You're all for
0: that reminder. I thought I you might have forgotten. That. Thus the uh, you know, the scar here and here and but like it's it's not like you've had
1: one kind of cancer. No, I've had I have two. Two kinds two of kinds. cancer. Two mm-hmm. kinds, like two different brands of cancer. Mm-hmm. It's not just the one delivery of cancer. You've had like both the McDonald's and the Burger King of cancer. <laughs> yes. You have two different kinds. Now yes. I didn't calculate the odds. of your of your situation with multiple kinds of cancer
0: no but you did just combine the three factors above the not being as supple so (laughs) my age group your age group weight your weight and uh health issues And you know your cancer uh so pat gray survival rate is about the same as an average 75 to 80 year old
2: (laughs) (laughs) thank
1: you (laughs) thank you so that's <laughs> it's not great pat that's not great that's not great no, that's news that's not great it's not great news no it isn't so i mean i think like we always talk about this uh <laughs> and i think the conservatives have talked about this for a long time and that mm-hmm. you know look people should be able to make their own decisions mm-hmm. maybe the most vulnerable should be the ones getting the vaccine first and and protecting themselves and maybe you leave a a supple uh 27 year old to make uh, their their decision and mm-hmm. it might be a little bit different you however because of your additional effects, are yeah. actually a much older person. <laughs> you should think of yourself as On 80. On a COVID scale, yes. I should be, you I, should yeah, think of yourself, I'm like 80. I'm Pat Graham, an 80-year-old. Should I get the COVID vaccine? I think that should change your mind a little bit, or at least change your perspective a little Which bit. Which brings us to point number four. It's
0: not just death we have to think about here. Uh, it's hospitalization and getting a really severe case of it, right? Yeah. And I think I the, have between a 15 and 35 percent
1: chance of being hospitalized if I get COVID. Thank you, Stu. You're that. welcome. You should. It's really good. <laughs> it's And look, you probably <laughs> will survive it. That's the good news. You'll probably just go to the hospital but after a really rough stretch. Yes, it'll suck. Yeah. But you'll probably walk out at the end. So good, good on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then
0: uh, number five, point number five. You're way less likely to die from the vaccine than from COVID. Yes, this is true, especially for you. I mean, you're especially a freaking disaster, as we've covered. <laughs> Sweet of you to say. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just trying to help. Uh, mm-hmm. There have been false reports of up to three thousand people dying from the vaccine. This is not true. You you say
1: it is not true.
0: It is not true. But even if I, it were, I've actually true. heard it's four thousand, four 000 to six thousand. No. No.
1: No. This is I mean we could go through all the details of this. Mm-hmm. Well which, what
0: about the VARES uh, yeah. portion of the CDC website?
1: Well it currently unvars there mm-hmm. is a, a case of a 1-year-old who got the the vaccine and that in that 1-year-old then died. And that's terrible, mm-hmm. right? It is. The one problem or multiple problems is 1-year-olds can't get the vaccine and would be illegal. <laughs> and secondly, uh, the way they died is they committed suicide with a gun. Now the most one-year-old? one year old Yes, most so the the theory Usually was they don't get that depressed at one. <laughs> No, you know, you know, they're usually more optimistic. Uh-huh. I found it one, uh-huh. but this particular one-year-old somehow weaseled their way to get the vaccine and then shot themselves what? with a gun and How did that I show mean, up on the VAERS website? The, the VAERS thing is basically like, I mean, look, there's really good uses for VAERS. It's not, it's not a terrible system and it helps you catch some of these side effects, but also anyone can submit anything. So like there's been cases where uh, people have submitted that I, I took a vaccine and it turned me into the Incredible Hulk and that made it onto the VAERS website. <laughs> legitimately the incredible hulk those words mm. uh you know anybody can can do it and obviously there's a lot of passion on both sides about the vaccine thing i mean i'm not trying to you know I, I, all that but my point though is that even let's just say it was 4 to 6000 in the same mm-hmm. time period 250,000 people died from covid yeah right like it's not it, again you can make the, a different argument if you maybe are like me and had COVID-19, and I am a COVID-19 survivor. Mm-hmm. If you are a young person, like there's all other arguments. When you're Pat Gray, who's mm-hmm. basically you should now think of as an 80-year-old, <laughs> Pat Gray, <laughs> eight decades into life. Wow, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's a different calculation, I think. And Just, that's why, by the way, and then we, we have a lot of uh, seasoned, well-seasoned audience members out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, who might be over 65 over 65 in this particular uh, country we're at 88.4 percent vaccinated i mean most people realize if you're in that age group you get vaccinated you're probably going to wind up doing it yeah uh
0: point number six from stupor gear your risk from the vaccine is far lower than your risk from covid even if you factor in the possibility you might luck out and avoid the virus
1: Hmm. yeah because i think there's a thing of okay i know that the vaccine is less is, is not bad for me in comparison to actually getting COVID, but I don't have COVID. Maybe I'll avoid it. Right, which I have so far. Right, you have avoided it this entire time. Mm-hmm. If you factor in the risk that you will not get it, you're still two hundred and thirty nine times as likely to go to the ICU <laughs> than to have a serious harm from the vaccine. Two hundred thirty nine times. Now. Okay. That includes the idea that serious harms from the vaccine, which they're comparing this to, are is, is an allergic reaction to a very s- typical vaccine ingredient, which if you've never, I don't know if, how much you've been vaccinated in the past, but if you've never had a reaction like that before, you're unlikely to have it now. Okay. But this is why if if anyone who who's out there who's got the vaccine, they make you sit around for about 15 minutes afterward what, to, to what make sure you don't. What ingredient is it that people are allergic to? I don't have the name of it in front of me. Um, but that's what I've wondered,
0: because I've never seen what's actually in the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so I could I mean, I'd have to look at I'd have to they think it's just it a particular one particular ingredient that's been the
1: major serious serious harms. This one, this particular study that I'm talking about was from the AstraZeneca um, si- situation, which oh. is very similar to the Johnson and Johnson one that we have here with the blood uh, clots. Same thing. Uh, the, yeah, the blood clots. That was that was the effect of of uh that was mostly young women um who had that issue and now that they know about it luckily they're able to treat it really easily it's not a difficult thing to treat if it pops up it pops up about seven in a million cases um and uh uh, so it's very very incredibly rare obviously but still Mm -hmm. something to be concerned i mean you know look you should always be concerned about uh, any particular uh, side effect however these numbers 239 times as likely to go to the icu is of the belief number one uh that It is, we are at rates, even with our low rates here in the United States of spread at this moment, we're still double what this study looked at. So we have, it's more than 239 times as likely. In addition to that, uh, one of the things that I think has been hidden among, and this is a positive, by the way, uh, been hidden among the great decrease in numbers, 95% in deaths have dropped since our peaks here in the United States. Those only that that measures everybody. So the rates have gone way down for the country, but a good chunk of the reason for that is about ninety percent of our elderly have been vaccinated, so they're not dying as much. Cases uh, about you know two thirds of adults have been vaccinated, so there's not as many cases out there. The rates among people who don't have the vaccine are still pretty pretty uh, pretty decent. I mean they're not they're not nearly as low as you think they are because. Uh, almost all the people who are getting COVID and having issues with it are the people who do not have the vaccine at this point. And that was my, my belief. And again, I understand and it's Mm -hmm. important to note to everyone And Pat, you'll back me up on this. I think I do not believe the government should be mandating this. I do not want Joe Biden coming door to door to tell me how wonderful it is. I don't want any of that crap. Leave us alone. Let us make our own decisions. Uh, But Mm -hmm. that being said right now, uh, We have two groups in this country. People who've had the vaccine, people who haven't had the vaccine. They're about 50-50 splits, roughly. I mean, it's not exactly 50-50, but it's about 50-50. Right now, 99.2% of the deaths are people who are unvaccinated. 99.2% of the deaths. Again, these are equal groups of people. And hospitalizations, 99.9% of people in the hospital are unvaccinated.
0: if if you've been vaccinated... And you get COVID-19, it uh, the vaccine usually uh, causes the the virus to do less damage.
1: Yes. It, right. Yeah, it's yeah, less right, severe. Yeah. And, and like, you know, it's tough because cases are weird, as we've noted from the beginning. Right. Some people I had an asymptomatic case of COVID. So, like, I, I might not have known if not if, if not for certain circumstances, mainly the person who gave it to me finding out they tested positive. So I had to get a test. Right. I probably wouldn't even have known. Mm-hmm. But and so cases are difficult but if you go to the hospital they're going to know whether you're vaccinated or not you're going to you're going to have the vaccination records it's going to be in your health records they're going to know and so when when people get hospitalized for covid they're finding out 99.9 percent of them are unvaccinated wow so again it's up to you to take risks on both sides of this but Mm -hmm. uh, i just wanted to harass pat because it was your fault you're the one that said you were persuadable and you did (laughs) triple eight seven two seven beck
0: the Glenn Beck Program It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program uh, 888-727-BECK Where do you stand on the Britney Spears thing now? did you watch the new york times documentary on yeah, yeah yeah i did too yeah
1: it makes, they just made you feel really bad for anything yeah. you've ever said about britney spears basically <laughs> yes <laughs> a, yes Yeah, of course, went through a lot including the things that they said about britney spears by the way at the time uh, you know,
2: exactly which everybody. they don't
1: mention but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. everybody Definitely. was tough on that a lot of those stories now come back with new eyes and don't look quite as simple yeah, uh, but apparently, according to lawyers, it's almost impossible to get out of these. This mm. is
0: the Glenn Beck Program. San Francisco. Oh, what a beautiful city. Uh, man, do they run that city well, too. Uh, they've got their finger on the pulse of what makes a, great, a city great. And we'll get into some of the greatness of San Francisco and what's going on there coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh you can check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday right before this or anytime, uh anywhere you get your podcast. Uh Stu has a show as well, which is called
1: Stu Does America. That's right. That is that's what I do every night. Every night I'm doing you, America, and you can be there for (laughs) it. It's really enjoyable, I promise. Huh. Because you know, it doesn't... Sometimes people are not willing to be done. And <laughs> yeah, right. uh, usually that's criminal. Right. Uh, but in this particular case, it's okay. Uh, all right. I've, I've got a pass from the government. Wow. Mm-hmm. A special dispensation. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, you can get the shows, by the way, on the YouTube pages as well. Uh, YouTube.com slash Studos America. I assume... Is it YouTube.com slash Pat Unleashed? Just search for Pat Gray Unleashed. And that's what you do. do. You'll find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, all right. Target and Walgreens are making some drastic changes. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, um, but the uh, according to the California Retailers Association, three cities in California are among the top ten in the country when it comes to organized retail crime: <laughs> Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Sacramento.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: already, they're seeing the neg- negative impact that things are that San Francisco is experiencing with stores permanently shutting down or closing early because they they can't keep their merchandise in the store. Uh, And it's not because people are paying for it and leaving with it. They're just leaving with it and not paying for it. It's like a hundred percent off sale at Neiman Marcus and Target stores and Walgreens. And Target has now acknowledged San Francisco is the only city in America where they've decided to close some stores early because of the escalating retail crime. Uh, For more than a month, they've seen a significant and alarming rise in theft and security incidents at their San Francisco stores. And Target's not the only store in San Francisco making these drastic changes because of the continual shoplifting after 10 o'clock, 7-Eleven in uh, San Francisco in multiple locations is uh, shutting down or you have to ring first, you ring a bell to let somebody know that you're coming in. And then they they let you in. I mean... Between this and the human excrement on the streets and the sidewalks. You know, the piles of poop. Uh, human poop. And the homeless tents and the homeless cities. I wonder if San Franciscan restu- residents are starting to think, Huh, should we try something else? Yeah, we've been doing it the Democrat way for... 60 years, and it doesn't seem to be paying dividends. I wonder if maybe we should try something else.
1: I always thought this was a fascinating thing. You know, President Trump said this type of thing over and over again during the campaign, and I think in 2016, but certainly as we approach 2020. Like, what about trying something else? Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like a crazy yeah. point here. No, it doesn't. We all recognize that many of these areas have been massive continual systemic uh, chronic failures yeah and they've all been uh, they've all been governed by the same party the whole whole time. time name
0: a city that has a really serious problem like san francisco does with crime and quality of life diminishing and maybe even huge swaths of city being taken over by some other element like antifa and what do they all have in common They're all Democrat-run cities, every single one of them. Yeah. Wouldn't you get the hint after a while? Wouldn't you say, hey, uh, maybe we shouldn't have a Democrat mayor and a Democrat city council and Democrats running every aspect of the city. Maybe we should try something else. It's incredible to me that they don't come to that conclusion because uh, they just did a poll of San Franciscans and uh, the Chamber of Commerce shows 8 out of 10 residents consider crime uh, worse and the quality of life has declined. 70% feel the quality of life has declined in San Francisco. That's huge. So that's not just Republicans saying, yeah, I mean, this city is starting to suck. Around 88% of people said homelessness has worsened. view addressing this homeless crisis as a high priority. Uh, 60% believe it should be a high priority for San Francisco to maintain funding for police academy classes in order to recruit younger, uh, diverse, progressive members to replace those who have retired or left the San Francisco Police Department. 76% say it should be a high priority for the city to increase the number of police officers in high-crime neighborhoods. 82% want more caseworkers on the streets to help individuals suffering from mental illness. That might be a good idea. 74% support providing more temporary shelter for homeless individuals. So maybe it's time for a change in San Francisco?
1: Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I I often go back to... And I was, As you were talking, I was trying to remember what the exact stat was, and I found it here. This is an inconvenient book. So it's Glenn's first, I think it was his first number one New York Times bestseller. So it goes back a ways now. But I would say, I think that came out in, what, 2006, 2007, something like that. Uh, But if you think back to those days, since then, we haven't exactly seen an explosion of big cities run by Republicans. Would you agree with that analysis? Yes. Okay. So this is just going back to 2006 or 2007. Um, and this is the percentage of time these cities were run by republicans since 1965 okay now i didn't these are not a random collection of cities these cities are uh the cities with the worst poverty rates at the time okay? oh and i don't okay think they have so not too much change in these i don't think they may have reordered reshuffled a little bit but mm-hmm. you get the point here so new orleans since 1965 of the time has been run Run by by Republicans. Philadelphia, 0% of the time. (laughs) Newark, 0% of the time. Huh. Milwaukee, 0% of the time. Cincinnati, 19% of the time since 1965 run by a Republican. Uh, St. Louis, 0% of the time. Buffalo, 0% of the time. (laughs) Atlanta. Wow. 0% of the time. Miami, 31% of the time. And I believe Miami currently has a Republican mayor as well. Uh, Detroit, 0% of the time. And why is that in Miami? Probably the
0: Cuban population that want Mm -hmm. to try something different because they've been through this stuff in Mm -hmm. Cuba. And they understand it. And so they're like, hey, let's go a different way. Yeah. And it works
1: 31% of the time. To give you the, the grand total here, Republicans have run the cities with the worst po- poverty problems in America only 8% of the time since 1965. And that is a stat that is now wow. 15 years old. So in that yeah. time, we've seen uh, Democrats running those cities for even longer periods of time. So that number is a little too high at 8%. I'm not you could even argue that Republicans don't have the right answers, but you can't argue you should continue doing what the left wants you to do. Obviously, these policies fail over and over and over again. They continue to uh, create and 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 maintain a status of horrific poverty, crime and so much more. It is Mm -hmm. a constant Mm -hmm. struggle for the people (laughs) in these cities to avoid the worst outcomes in our society. And it's a large part because of progressive policies that have destroyed these cities. They weren't always like this. Detroit wasn't always like this.
0: No, Detroit was a wealthy city at one point, a thriving city Mm -hmm. that was one of the best cities in the world. And look what Democrat leadership has done to it since what 1960 65 somewhere in there uh it's been run i bet continuously by democrats since then does is democrat one of them that that you mentioned that hasn't been run by republicans at all
1: uh, i don't i don't i don't know if that was on the list i think that the only list was the uh, poverty was just who was at the top of the poverty list yeah. at that moment though a lot of these yeah. cities have become worse in that time uh, you know it is you don't have to necessarily embrace every part of the Republican platform, and and we should point out a lot of the Republicans that that did uh, were, were included in these areas. Uh, you know, like you know, one city has thirty percent you know of the time it's been run by Republicans. That's not exactly going to be like the Republican that would please us. Right. Like if you said, mm-hmm. who's what governors uh, have there been of Massachusetts? Well, there's been some Republican governors of Massachusetts, but they're not Mitt exactly Romney. Lo- Mitt Romney, of course. Um, but they're not exactly the ones that maybe are, are policy wise are consistent with what we would have. That's for sure. In every situation. Arnold Schwarzenegger in California. for Exactly. A while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Maryland has a Republican governor right now. Massachusetts has another Republican governor right now. The, the, it, you know, that's not to say that every Republican, you don't have to necessarily be our flavor of republican but just trying something anything other <laughs> than what you're doing that's that's failing miserably constant failure usually means you try something else i mean yeah pat you and i uh, are not the most svelte individuals uh, in the world yeah you, you mentioned that i'm not as supple as i used to be well that was that uh, was calling you old this this was i'm talking about being fat okay and so, both so you and I... old fat. Yeah, old and fat. Good, thank now you. Now, you own Kexi Cookie, but well, you're a partner, of course, with mm-hmm. your wife in this particular venture. Yes. And your kids work at the family, uh, family business, a little mm-hmm. bit there. But Kexi Cookie is a, is a company, usually when you own a cookie company, you're not... I mean, is it possible to remain, as a man, at least, thin? I don't think it's possible, especially it's when the fast. cookies taste that good. Yes. So, y- you know, look, we would recognize that what we have done has not worked okay we've had our (laughs) moments right sometimes Mm -hmm. we had good runs where we've lost some weight Mm -hmm. maybe we looked a little bit better than other periods of time Mm -hmm. but generally speaking we come back to the same terrible practices at least though (laughs) we're trying things sometimes at least like we don't just necessarily go down the same route every single time we might try a different approach we might try to convince ourselves in a different way not to have that ninth cheeseburger Mm -hmm. whatever the reason is you at least try different things and if we continue to do the things that we continue to do we realize what the result will be yes we will look like ourselves mhm and or even worse or even worse it could get it, we could look like jeffy as you point out mm-hmm. and it could even get to that level <laughs> <The> point being <laughs> that when you have a situation that's not going your way perhaps trying something different would help yeah and yeah. seemingly no city in america <clears throat> can get it through their their thick heads no that this is something that you should
0: do. I mean, in Seattle, in Seattle, there there uh, there is a King County uh, Council uh, person who, well, she's running for King County Council, um, and a few years ago, and eh, maybe it was ten years ago, she actually boarded a bus at, of school children and threatened to blow it up. Hmm. Now. Uh, I'm a little pickier about the people I vote for than that. I'm not sure if, I mean, do do we have the? Uh, yeah, it's cut five. The lady running for King County Council in Seattle gets on the school bus. I believe this was in 2011. And Can here's me?
3: what happened.
2: Sure. Um, <laughs> what you can't drive. You can't leave. I can't it's not for
3: I can't
2: you read? can't leave. Yeah. yeah. Why? Um, I do it?
3: So she
0: claims to have
2: a bomb on her. She's telling people I'm Muslim, I'm covered, I might have a bomb. And she's gonna blow it up. She might have a gun. Finally,
0: a police officer boards the, the bus. Some kids actually escape out the back.
2: Hey, she continues to yell about the bomb that she has, and a police right officer comes on.
3: I'm going to ask you to get off the bus right now. I'm going to ask you one, and then I'm going to take you off the bus. If you choose not to get off the bus, I'm going to drop you right here as we stand. Do you understand that? Okay, then what I would do is back up off this bus right now. Turn around, and face away from me. All
2: right, start backing up.
3: Start backing up. I'm
0: only going to tell you what.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't care if you're prepared to die. I'm prepared to kill you. <laughs> so the cop finally takes care of this situation. It turns out she didn't have a bomb. But I, there are council members and members of the Democrat Party that are defending her and talking about what a great leader she is. And Of course. Uh, I'm thinking anybody who has threatened school children... It, on a bus like that, that they're, she's going to blow them up and and kill them is probably uh, disqualified from consideration wow. for city council. Look that's at how, Pat that's censoring how free speech yeah. once
1: again. Yes. Doesn't want yes. someone saying they have a bomb and might kill a few school children.
0: Even if they don't, but they say it,
1: Yeah. then I'm
0: still, I'm not. No, I'm
1: sorry. Is her um, defense here basically that she was trying to like accuse others of believing that every muslim has a bomb no oh, she she had depression oh time. of course okay. post- <laughs> so she didn't even have dep- the yeah. bs uh no, she had, excuse no like it was depression right now there's a, a video going around from a bunch of uh, activists uh lgbtqqia gp oh good yeah plus thank you for including them thank mm-hmm. you demisexual and pansexual um <laughs> activists who are basically saying we're going to you know it's a song i think and they're saying they're going to um you know indoctrinate your kids convert, to be them. Gay, convert them to be yeah. gay and like it seems like it's done in a, in a tongue-in-cheek way where they're basically mocking the ideas that, that they think i guess us evil churchgoers believe that that's what they're doing and they're trying to have fun with it or whatever um no, so it's not fun to me but that it's like <laughs> most people are like it's you know the question is what that's their defense in any way right they're basically mm-hmm. saying like okay well we're just we're really funny and this we're just mocking you uh, uh, she's not even attempting that no, defense she's not attempting <laughs> she's that. not even saying like no. we know you what you think about Muslims you think we all have bombs well maybe I have a bomb there, she's not even saying that she's just saying she was depressed exactly and sometimes when you get depressed you go on a bus of school kids and that's, threaten to blow them up that's just what you do it's what you do triple eight seven two seven back. So I want to let you know that if you've been grilling from the top of your roof, the steaks have never been higher. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Steaks have never yeah. been higher. There's a dad joke uh, for you there, if you didn't notice it. But uh, if you are one of the people who like to spend weekends cooking out with your family, uh, it's a great time to bond. It's a great time to tell terrible dad jokes. It's a great time to hang out with your kids, play a little wiffle ball in the backyard, then come in and eat some great food. Well, if you have a a Rectech, you're not just buying a grill. You're bringing the industry standard and smart grill technology into your own backyard. You're cooking like the professionals. The Rectech is sleek, beautiful, and made with heavy stainless steel. So it's like grilling on a tank. Uh, It's just fantastic. And you can be in the comfort of your own air conditioning and control the whole thing. The whole process can be done from inside, which is the best part about it, potentially, other than the fact that when you're done. The food is fantastic. It's sturdy. It's smart. It's dinner time. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. R-E-C-T-E-Q is the way you spell that. It's got a Q at the end. Rectech.com. Rectech with a Q.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. 10 seconds. Station ID.
0: Uh, speaking of great Democrats doing fantastic jobs, uh, how about the mayor of Chicago? She is uh, oh, Lori Lightfoot. Ter- yeah, Lori Lightfoot mm. doing a terrific job. And anybody who criticizes her, well, that's all about you know her being a bipoc, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what she had to say about it um, uh, about why people criticize her. Cut seven.
3: Uh, your reaction to criticism, a uh, Tribune editorial used the term irascible. Uh, how much irascible. of this do you think might have to do with the fact that you're a woman, and partic- specifically a black woman? Oh, all of it. All About
0: of it. 99% of it. About 99%, yeah. About 99%. is not because she's a hypocrite, and she tells people in Chicago they can't leave their homes, and they can't go to salons, and then she does the opposite. Uh, it's not because of any of that. It's because... It's because she's black. Mm. Of
1: course, it's the same playbook every same. same. I'm so tired of oh. it. I'm so tired of it. The other thing they do is they can't disagree that the crime situation is a real problem. So they can't just say, "Oh well, you know, uh, the crime is really bad," and obviously we're in charge. So we, oops, they just call it gun crime instead. Now, there's all sorts of crime that happens in these areas that don't have to do with guns. They're all increasing, too. But they're just saying, well, gun crime. If we say gun crime, then we can, of course, blame the gun instead of every other element of society leading to these outcomes.
0: Despite the fact that, especially in her city, Mm -hmm. uh, they have the toughest gun laws in the country. And they still had 104 people shot, 18 killed over the uh, Independence Day weekend. I just
1: yeah, And again, this is a city that has gun rules so tight, they've been overruled as against the Constitution multiple times. Like, the Heller case mm-hmm. was about Chicago. Right. <laughs> like, that right. is how central to this they have. That's how bad their gun laws have been, and still no effect. Amazing. 888-727-BECK.
0: More patents to it for Glenn, coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, there is something called the Mandela Effect, uh, and it, it has to do with uh, Nelson Mandela and people believing that he died in prison, which didn't happen.
1: No, he did not.
0: He, he actually got out of prison and yep. became pretty prominent for some time before he died.
1: He died in 2013, free man.
0: Yeah, you might remember that's where Barack Obama hit on the leader of was it right. uh, the Netherlands? Yeah, I think the female li- leader of the Netherlands. And and uh, Michelle was not happy was with that arrangement. Not happy. Uh, he, she they seemed pissed. to be laughing and having a great time and flirting together. And Michelle was yeah not thrilled, visibly unhappy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that video. Now that you say it, now that you say it. Uh, yeah. So this is idea that basically like. Society can create a false memory and things and and people will believe. And like it's a mass false memory, too. Not yeah.
0: just like a few people, but everybody believes it.
1: Everybody believes it. So it's there's, really there's weird. some examples of it that are pretty interesting. The Mandela effect was the, was the belief, as you mentioned, that he died in prison, which I never thought. But I guess I, a lot either. of people did. However, this one I could probably uh, probably be affected by. For example, what does Darth Vader say? when he's talking about being the father of luke skywalker luke <laughs> i am your father right 100 percent. right that is definitely what yes. he says except for the fact that's not what he says he says actually in the movie no i am your father he's answering it right
0: because mm-hmm. luke says to him you killed my father uh, you like Luke, you don't know what happened to your father. <laughs> yeah. You killed my father! No. <sighs> I am your father. Right.
1: Right? Excellent. That's, By the so way, excellent recreation there. You, that was you. amazing. But yeah, I mean, I would have totally said, Luke, I am your father. I would too. And bet money for sure. on it, that I was sure. Yes. So there's a bunch of examples of that. That's one of them. But that that one I would have definitely gotten wrong. How about this one? Uh, Monopoly, the game of Monopoly. Mm hmm. Does the Monopoly man have a monocle? Well, yeah. Absolutely. No, he does not.
0: The Monopoly guy does not have (laughs) a monocle? He does
1: not have a monocle. He's never had a monocle.
0: Is he holding it in his hand? No. He's holding money bags (laughs) in his hand. (laughs) Okay. So he doesn't have it in his eye and it's not in his hand. No.
1: The belief is that people are conflating (laughs) the Monopoly guy and Mr. Peanut. Now, Mr. Peanut does have a monocle. (laughs)
0: but those are two very different characters actually i don't i don't think
1: i've ever (laughs) conflated the two although i'm pretty sure the monopoly man is not made of peanuts that's one thing (laughs) i am sure yes well that's an interesting one okay here's another one this one i would have probably got wrong too if you think back to your childhood you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich maybe a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for your kids Mm -hmm. and you break out the jiffy peanut butter (laughs) Yes, I would think it's Jiffy. Yeah, no. But
0: I know it's not because we went through this on my show a couple of weeks ago. It okay. just came up and I'm like, did Jiff used to be called Jiffy? <laughs> and it was like, no, no, it's never been Jiffy peanut butter. It's always been Jiff.
1: Yes, so there is a Jiff Weird. peanut butter and there is also a Skippy peanut butter, but there has never been a Jiffy peanut butter. Someone <laughs> out there should create a Jiffy peanut butter. Yes. Right? It'd be successful. It would be huge. Everyone yeah. would think that was the one they'd been buying since they were a kid, but no, there's no such thing. Really weird. Okay, another movie one here. Now, I don't know how much you uh, were a fan of Silence of the Lambs. Probably not, not that big much. Fan. But it was a huge movie, obviously. And if you've never seen the movie, you probably know one thing about it. When she walks into, in front of the, the cell door there, he says, Hello, Clarice. It's like a very famous thing. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't say hello Clarice in the movie. He actually just says good morning.
0: <laughs> really? Because <laughs> yes. that's what everybody says.
1: Yes. Now he says hello, Clarice. 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 Yes. hmm He says Clarice in that voice many times, but he only says good morning. He never says hello, Clarice. That is weird. Okay. Fruit of the loom. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Underwear. Right. You've got the the symbol of fruit of the loom. Can you picture it in your head? Mm-hmm. Now, I would have pictured in my head as a bunch of fruit kind of spilling out of a cornucopia type of thing, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, The fruit has never spilled out of a basket. It does not come out of a basket. It is literally just a pile of food. Really? Yeah, which is a weird thing to put on your underwear. That is weird. It's strange to put food. I mean, I almost want it in a basket so it would be protected. But no, (laughs) it's just food.
0: Yeah, why are we we associating food? with the underwear i guess it's obviously
1: fruit and Mm. it's fruit of the loom it is and so so there you go there you go still okay this one i didn't remember uh uh, mona lisa Mm -hmm. when you look at the thing of the mona lisa in your head yeah is the mona lisa smiling is the mona lisa frowning what is the mona lisa doing
0: i think she's smiling like a little smirk
1: Mm -hmm. that's exactly right she has a Mm -hmm. little bit of smirk most Mm -hmm. people remember this as her frowning a little bit now, that's a dour, oh. dour times in that painting so i can understand maybe why you conceptually put that but that's mm-hmm. not true um do you remember ed mcmahon yes. back in the day mm-hmm. he's showing up on doorsteps he's giving people oversized <laughs> checks and balloons oh, i love
0: this one too because this i've stumbled onto as well
1: for the publisher's clearinghouse right.
0: he never worked for publisher's clearinghouse he, right? It's incredible. It's that, it is incredible. He, I, he, when I first saw this, I didn't believe it. I know. I, I, in fact, I went back to all the videos because I didn't
1: believe it. I'm like,
0: yes, he did. Yes, he
1: did. Publishers Clearinghouse. He did. No, he did not. No, he did not. McMahon never made any house calls. First of all, <laughs> he never went to a house. He just endorsed a separate entity called American Family, Family Publishers. It's crazy. They are similar entities, but McMahon never... Doesn't that tell you camera? what a terrible job he did representing that country, <laughs> that company, when
0: everybody thinks he was for their competitor? Right. It's weird. That is very weird. He sucked. They shouldn't have paid him a dime mm. for that. Uh, I'm sorry if you're you know, a recipient of the estate of Ed McMahon, but you shouldn't get a penny. Well, from... I
1: mean, it's very memorable commercials. You just don't remember what they were for. Apparently, <laughs> right. you think they were for the competition, which is weird very it really would be weird if you know later on people were like i remember that ronald mcdonald but he was the burger king guy <laughs> that would be weird <laughs> would okay berenstein bears you know them mm-hmm. can you do you know how to spell the last name the the, the name of the bear
0: uh like berenstein
1: s-t-e-i-n mm-hmm. right <laughs> that's what i would have said i would have bet my yeah. life on it i read these books as a kid Uh, The correct pronunciation and has always been, the correct spelling, excuse me, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Oh, it's Berenstain? Yeah, it's always been Berenstain. It's named after the authors, whose last name is Berenstain. It's (laughs) never been Berenstain Bears ever, yet I would have bet my life on it. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. C-3PO, what color is C-3PO?
0: Gold.
1: Gold. 100% gold, right? Yeah. Yeah. The lower portion of his right leg below the knee was silver when you first see him in the movie, and it's a fact that sometimes Uh surprises people who have seen the original trilogy dozens of times, according to Mental Floss. Really weird. Amazing. Risky business. 1983, Tom Cruise. Uh Uh-huh. He slides out. He's in his underwear. Yes. He's dancing in his sunglasses. Uh Uh-huh. Except he's not wearing sunglasses. That's from a different part of the it's like from the the movie poster he's wearing sunglasses he's not wearing sunglasses in the famous scene of that movie though everyone seems to think that he is and this is probably the most common one cited which is this Mm. (laughs) shazam the movie Mm -hmm. shazam the movie starring sinbad as a genie for kids except for the fact that that movie never existed there's never been a movie named Shazam with Sinbad in it. There's a movie named Kazam with Shaq in it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Really? I totally would have thought that was a movie, Shazam, uh, yeah. and Sinbad. I could picture him in yeah, the uni- like. I, I could picture it. I was with you uh, until you brought up the Shaq thing. <laughs> and now it's true. It's a movie called Kazam. Shaquille O'Neal was in it. Huh. There is no movie named Shazam with Sinbad as a genie. In the movie, but for that some weird. some reason, hmm. a lot of people, including myself, would have absolutely bet my life. Yeah, I would on have the fact. sworn on <laughs> it. Would have sworn by it. So weird. absolutely so weird.
0: Uh, Fruit Loops. How is Fruit Loop spelled?
1: I think I know this one. Is it F R O O T? It is O O T. Okay. And the yeah. other reason I think I think mm. first of all I I like Fruit Loops a lot, but I think I've noticed this one before. And the O O is like the shape of the loops. Yes. But I totally could have right. got that one wrong.
0: Yeah. I would have said fruit is spelled as as fruit. Uh let's see. Uh did um you didn't you didn't do curious George, did you? The monkey? Oh yeah, when I was a kid I used to. Did he have a tail or no tail? Well, he had a tail. He did not have a tail. <laughs> did not have a tail. Really? <sighs> Why? What happened to it? Uh, I don't know. I'm I, concerned it, I don't know George. if it was bitten off by a lion. I, I'm not sure what kind of tragic accident
1: happened there, but. Uh, I blame Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. I mean, he was around back then. He's probably the responsible. Be, yeah, probably. Cheese mm-hmm. Cheez-Its. Do you
0: eat Cheez-It or are they Cheez-Its?
1: Well, they're
0: Cheez-Its. They're Cheez-It. Just I-T, no Z. Do you know mm. that? I would, everybody I know calls them Cheez-Its. Yeah. Nobody calls them, hey, can I have some Cheez-It?
1: Please? Nobody.
0: Uh, I'd like a little bit of a, give me a bag of the Cheez-It. Nobody would say that. <laughs> no one says that. No. Uh, that is really weird. That's wrong. That kind of blows me away. Uh, How about double-stuff Oreos? Do you know how to spell <laughs> double-stuff? You just spell the stuff part of double. Double-stuff Oreo.
1: I mean, I'm just assuming it's not S-T-U-F-F. F. <laughs> You're just
0: assuming correctly. It's just one F. Really? Why? That's not how you spell it. They spell it wrong
1: on the packaging. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. I just... And I've been in front of a lot of bags of stu- or, uh, double stuff over the years. To not recognize that, Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, basically my whole life, almost daily, has been a bag of double stuff down the gullet. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> even I didn't pick that up. The Flintstones.
0: Uh... Have you ever noticed that there are two T's in it? It's Flintstones, not Flintstones. I would have never guessed. I'm looking at the logo and I would have never, mm. ever
1: believed there were two T's Flintstones. there. Yeah, I, I would say Flintstones. Flintstones vitamin. Uh, also, life is like a box
0: of chocolates. Yeah. From Forrest Gump. That's not what he actually said. Uh If you listen closely, he says, "Life was like a box of chocolates. Really? I would have sworn by that one too. Life is like a box of chocolates what? like life was like a box of chocolates oh, right
1: yeah that's i think they say they mm. think part of this is you know the mistake gets made once and then it gets repeated and repeated and repeated, and people just take in the mistaken mm-hmm. uh example. But it is a really strange thing there is a an, an entire society out there that believes this is like some like interdimensional conspiracy that like for example shazam with sinbad was a movie but it was in like a parallel dimension and it's like slipped through somehow so we still this is, people really believe this i could almost subscribe to that theory
0: that's well that's how much i believe this stuff <laughs> uh lord of the rings one more here just okay. the, the lord of the rings where uh gandalf is you wouldn't know this one because you don't do
1: lord of the rings no, right no not really no
0: when uh he takes his staff and he bashes it on the he, he slams oh, yeah. it down S- yeah something and it like- breaks off the bridge and that big thing is coming at him mm-hmm. And the big thing grabs him and pulls him down with it. And he just hangs on for a minute. And He looks up at his at his group of friends and he says, run, you fools. He doesn't actually say run, you fools. He says, fly, you fools. And almost everybody remembers it and says it run, you fools. Mm. Weird, right? Weird.
1: It's I believe the interdimensional thing now. I'd, you've convinced me. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was the
0: Lord of the Rings thing yeah, that you've yeah. never seen that <laughs> yeah. finally convinced you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. It's Patton Stewart. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Got to do this one more. We we're just talking about the Mandela Effect: things that you believe, the whole society believes, but really aren't true. Weren't quite the way you remember them. Uh, things like Jiffy peanut butter never existed. It's always been Jiff. Uh, How about Smokey Bear? No the in it. It's just Smokey Bear. But here's why. Do you remember the song? When they sang the song, it was Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear, prowling and a-growling and a-sniffing the air. So they called him Smokey the Bear in that, and that's what caused that. That's just wrong.
1: Yeah. And I, look, I That's think both wrong. are true, too. I mean, if his name is Smokey Bear, he's also a bear. So Smokey the Bear and Smokey Bear would both be accurate. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. I will say, I think there's yeah. a point in the future where we're like, do you, do you remember Joe Biden being president? Did that, ha- <laughs> did that
0: happen? I hope we're at that point sometime what? very soon. Wait, no, he wasn't no, really pro no he was vice yeah, he was, he was vice, vice president. president. And he was a senator. Yeah. Right? But no He ran for president, but he didn't He didn't make it. Wait, did he he ran like it? five times, didn't he? Yeah, he couldn't have no, won the win. presidency of the United States. No, he was senile by the time he was in his I mean, late seventies, yeah, he could not have been president, be, right? Yeah, no. Well, I, I he,
1: do kind of remember him bumbling and fumbling around <laughs> basic sentences, on, like in front of the, in like the, in the Oval Office. I think he wasn't. Good God, that man wasn't
0: president, was he? Please tell me
2: that day is coming very, very soon. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck program.